We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's edition of Gaming Golf. Jeff Erickson here with Jeff Ritter and Scott Jenstad. Uh, fresh off the Olympic break, uh, we had the 3M Open and all its grandeur before that. We got the WGC Memphis, looking forward to that. Uh, guys, how are you? I'm great, feeling uh, rested. I'm not I'm not jet lagged from Tokyo, like half the field in this week's <laughs> tournament, I suspect might be, but... Uh, that's good to be back. Had a little break there. I got I got into the Olympic golf. I don't know about you guys, but I always like this is the second straight Olympics where I felt like I was going to be kind of I don't know about bored by it, but I wasn't really that fired up for it. And then it immediately sucked me in. I, I thought it was great. Yeah, it was it was fun. I had I had Mito Pereira at about fifty. I think it was fifty five to one. So I was uh, I had a little bit of a good sweat going there. I had Rory too. So I had two guys that finished in the tie for third. I had no Xander. He went off really low odds by the time I, I looked at it. But uh, yeah, doing well here too. Looking forward to this tournament. It's a really really good field. We have forty eight of the top fifty golfers in the world at this field. So it's uh, it's a really fun tournament. It is. It is. So and I'm I'm you know I was wondering if anybody might drop out because of uh, the. You know the jet lag factor. It's like you know, it's like asking players. It's worse than asking them to go like Saudi Arabia and come back. This is even harder, I think. Don't don't you just go hit one tee shot first because you get paid with no cut and out of guaranteed money here too. Yeah, that's right. That's a good point. I wonder. So, if, I wonder if anybody shoots seventy eight and, and drops out the first day that came off the Olympics. I think that's. Uh, I think that's very possible. So you you don't you get paid even if you uh, withdraw, huh? One one tee shot in WGCs, yeah. Wow. Good, yeah. good, good, go- good gig to be good at golf. I mean, you earn that spot, I guess. Uh, but still, that's that's pretty awesome. Uh, let's just jump right into it. So first of all, smaller field, which means, you know, you know, all that comes with that no cut uh, it means that you can kind of be a little bit more aggressive. Perhaps some of the lesser priced golfers are still pretty darn good golfers, except for maybe the very, very bottom. But uh, how do you approach a tournament like this versus like our, our normal weekly tournament. Scott, we'll start with you. Yeah, but I think you, I think you made the point. I think if you want to go stars and scrubs, it makes a little more sense. You don't have to quite stress getting your lower guys uh, through the cut. I mean, I think that 
at the end of it, there's so many good guys in these top two tiers that I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to play the guys that I think are going to do well. But yeah, I think that uh, I think taking a few more risks and shot, you don't have to worry about getting that six out of six through the cut is, is, is the, is the really big difference for me. How about you, Jeff? Yeah. I mean, the, with a smaller field, the pricing is, is thrown off from what we see week to week. We're now kind of guys that were normally in the eight or nine thousands are down in the sevens and, you know, are, our favorite kind of mid-tier guys are now sleepers this week. So it's sort of tempting to, to build that stars and scrub method that Scott's saying. And I also think just this edition is different because of that Olympics coming before it. I do find myself, as, as I was taking a look at this, for better or worse, I mean, this is a great field. So you got to draw some lines somewhere. So I found myself, in general, with a couple exceptions, fading the guys from Tokyo. And it, and it, it may come back Makes around. Sense. I mean, I realize these guys aren't flying – you know, coach on American airlines back from Tokyo. But uh, I think overall, I just, that's a tough, that's a, that's a big ask. So um, there'll be a couple guys that I still am, am in on, but overall I'm kind of fading the Olympians and going for the guys that are maybe are just coming off the open and are well-rested. Nothing against uh, your fine state of Texas, but if they're flying coach in American, they'd still be stranded in DFW, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, just for sure. Especially with all the fun they've had this summer, but it's a water burger in the lounge anyway. So it's like, well, there so it's trade-offs and all, but <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's just jump right into it here. Let's jump on this top tier. First of all, six guys in five digits. And I know that's an arbitrary cutoff point, but we always make it anyhow, because there is another golfer at 99, but six guys starting with, you know, the, uh, the uh, British open champ, Colin Morikawa at 11,000, no longer ever a bargain, 11,000 for him. Uh, Xander at 10-8, Brooks at 10-6, Jordan Spieth at 10-4, Dustin Johnson 10-2, and Rory McIlroy at 10,000. Jeff, we'll start with you. Since you're fading, I assume you're fading uh, Olympic champ Xander and Colin Morikawa, uh, part of that, uh, that, that, that that grouping there, amalgamation at the top of the uh, Olympics, I guess you're fading those guys, right? Well, if you're going to go off the top tier, you're only going to be able to pick one or two guys. So it feels it feels a little bit foolish to fade Morikawa, who's been really the best golfer probably on the planet this year. doesn't feel that crazy to fade Xander, since we're still talking about a guy who's, who's now won one time since the 2019 <laughs> Tournament of Champions, and plus he got the, the gold medal afterglow. So, But I, my eyes go right to Brooks Kepka off the top tier. I mean, he's got success at this event. I think he's a win and a tie for second the last two times out or I just to me it's I start right there with Brooks and I start building my team uh Jordan Speed's also tempting scrambling is uh appears to be a, a stat that plays well uh at this course got smaller greens than normal so if you're not hitting them you got to get up and down to save yourself so I go to Kepka first and then Speed off this tier how about you Scott yeah, I love I love Brooks this week too. I mean, Jeff mentioned first and second here, and he shows up for big events. You know, this is a and you look at his history and WGCs for him appear to be big events. Plays pretty well in them. Uh, gained in in T degree and approach the last four weeks. I think at ten six, he's going to be popular. I, I think everybody kind of goes to him. I think a lot of people will do the the cross off some of the Olympic guys, but um, you know, Morikawa is just. I mean, Jeff mentioned the best best golf in the world. He's he's gained more than seven shots T degree in seven of his last eight tournaments. Just an insane number. Um, counting the Olympics, the last eight tournaments, top twenty in all eight, six top tens. I mean, it's not that he's just. Uh, you know, making cuts and doing well. He's actually competing every single week. So if you want to go up to 11,000, I'm good there. But I actually kind of like Rory again at 10,000. Um, he's gained uh, he's gained uh, more than four shots on, on approach in the last four tournaments, Fabe. Since the miscut at the Masters, he had two top tens, made five straight cuts. 
I just think if he puts average, he's there. And I kind of like uh, a lesser putter on a, on a course of such small greens. I think that around the green and uh, your, your iron play is really going to play in here a little more than the putter. So I think it's time. I think, I think Rory's so, so due for that big win. I think a WGC would, would do it. So I'm a, I'm at Brooks and Rory in this range at the moment. Are you considering going two in this range? Uh, I'm considering going two above 9,700 and above. I'll put it that way. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. So, uh, so close enough to say yes to your question, but I really like Victor Hovland this week. So that's why I answered it that way. And the turnabout is, could you consider going zero in this range? Yeah, there's enough guys in the nines. There's a, I love the nines. There's enough guys in the eights that uh, that could contend. I think that a, a balanced build of like, you know, four guys in the eights and nines works really well too. I think there's a lot of different ways to build when we get these, we, these really elite fields. When we last saw Dustin Johnson, he was skulking off the 18th green on Friday after just a miserable back nine and, Maybe I'm just hyper-focused on him because I have him in our season-long league, as I may have belabored that point. Um, I take it. I see. I thought it was noteworthy. He didn't play the Olympics, and you, neither of you were still like on him at all. That's, that was just not a factor. He'd probably be my third choice off this tier. I mean, he's had success at this at this track as well, and that you know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, when he's on, his game would shape up well. I just don't know. I don't know that he's on right now, even with the rest. He's not. Um, it just. You know, I, I, he's a guy certainly could find it in a week. This is a course where maybe this could be a get right week for him. Uh, but I, I still just lean towards the other guys in the tier myself. Yeah, I mean, he's he's DJ. He can turn it on at any point. He finished eighth at the Open Championship. But I just, you know, I look at numbers and, and current form on a lot of these guys and really nothing jumps off the page at DJ. Like, he hasn't gained more than 2.4 shots gaining approach in like eight straight tournaments. It's just... I don't know. He's not. He's not playing as well as as normal, and it's, he's DJ. He can always turn it on. But uh, if I'm going to pay up the top there, I want someone who's playing really well lately. I hear you. I hear you. All right, let's go to the next tier. Uh, Justin Thomas, 9900. Victor Hovland, 97. Scott, you already alluded to him. Uh, Louis Oosthuizen, 96. Bryson, 95. That's as cheap as we've seen him recently. Uh, Hideki is at 94. Patrick Cantlay, 93. Berger, 92. Scheffler, 91. Casey 9,000, you know, these loaded fields usually see Casey a little cheaper, but he's, you know, he's been good enough lately that, you know, paying up a little, at least a little bit for him. Scott, why don't you uh, tackle this tier first? Yeah, I love, I love this, uh, this price range. I'm going to try and get multiple guys in here. I love Victor Hovland. I know he did play Olympics, but shot a 64 last, uh, last round. Gained in Tita Green to poach four straight tournaments. He's off a 12th at the British Open. I just think, I think Victor's, uh, I think Victor's due for a, a big win coming up here too. And I think it's a, a good spot for it. Then I jumped down to, uh, I like Daniel Berger a lot. 1900, we talked about, you know, guy for that loves the course. He won here in 2016 and 2017 before it was a, a WGC when it was just the FedEx or the just the St. Jude. Um, but he's gained in shot gains approach in nine straight tournaments. He finished top 10 in the U.S. Open and the British Open in the last three tournaments, the Open Championship. Sorry if uh, anybody gets offended by that. But usually at Burger, he's made eight straight cuts. Four of those are top 20s. Three of those are top 10s. I think at 9,200, I think he's priced a little bit lower than I, than I would have thought he would be at. Berger was the first name I circled off the tier. Uh, two wins at this event. Uh, you could make a case, given the track record that Scott just pointed out, he might be playing better golf now than he was back when he won here two times. So I, I think for me, he was an automatic, you know, as I'm just picking guys off tiers and trying to build around. For me, it was a build around Kepka, build around Berger. Um, just can't ignore the track record. And I, I do wonder about Patrick Cantlay here. You know, another guy rested. It's going to be hot and muggy in Memphis. He's got a power game. He's got a dour demeanor that would fit well on a humid, miserable <laughs> afternoon in Memphis in August. Uh, 
we talk about him a lot. We just can't seem to figure this guy out. Where you always he seems like a guy that you feel like the breakthrough is coming, but it never quite never quite happens. Uh, but I don't know. I could see him this week, and also again in my kind of fade Olympics plan. Scotty Scheffler is another guy who's just playing great golf all summer long. And he's, he's another, you just say he's due to win. I mean, Cantley does have more wins than Scheffler, but Scheffler's due to break through at one of these events soon. Maybe this should be. Scheffler didn't cash at the Schwab, but starting with the PGA, eighth, third, seventh, 47th in the Travelers, and then eighth again at the Open Championship. I mean, I was, that my eye was drawn to him first before anybody else. Uh, I, I love him this week. It's wild that the the two bad finishes are like kind of lesser events too. Like his, yeah. he, the, he's been showing up really well in the big events. And just because we're in this range, um, the other guy, like I, I like Paul Casey. You mentioned might be a little more expensive than used to, but I mean, he's hitting the ball really well. He's gained significantly TD Green and approached last four tournaments, finished 15th at the British. And then uh, what was he top 15 or so the Olympics? I know he faded a little bit towards the end, wasn't in there, but uh, was, Tied was for right, fourth. Yeah, it was right there. He was out of that like, the, the bronze medal thing, right? But uh, he, was, yep. he was right there the whole tournament. Um, two top 10s last four, three top 20s. He is a, a guy that uh, traveled to the Olympics, so maybe you worry about that a little bit. But I think 9,000, um, I think he, it's, a good, it's a good spot for him. I, I do like Scheffler, too. There's like four guys in the nines I like. And we didn't even mention Louis, who finishes in the top three every single week. Yeah, I like Louis. He, he's a good man. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, the thing about, and Len, uh, our colleague, Len Hochberg made the point in his column, you know, Louie had another heartbreaking second place finish in a major flies all the way to Minnesota next week to honor his commitment to the 3M finishes second there closes strong on Sunday. I mean, yeah, so, the guy's been awesome so, this year. So, so many guys do that and then go like 73, 76 and miss the weekend and go home. Yeah. You got it. You got to give a lot of props yeah. for that. Agreed. I just, I love his game this year. It's been fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, before we hit uh, the 8,000s and below, a uh, quick note from our Blue Wire sponsors. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, we are back previewing the WGC FedEx in uh, the St. Formerly known as the St. Jude, which is formerly known as the Danny Thomas Classic uh, in Memphis. Although I think they've changed courses since then. But uh, 
one thing about Southwind, uh, you know, it's, uh, 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 excuse me, uh, is it Southwind still that they're playing at? Yep. Yeah, it is, it is Southwind. Yeah. Uh, what type of player does well here before we start breaking down the 8,000s? Uh, Jeff, start with you. Well, I looked up, I, I had to go back and see because I, I remember it was Justin Thomas last year and then I knew Kepka's history and I, I started thinking power, power, power. But uh, no, it's really more of that tee to green, you know, it, so that's which is another reason why I didn't mention Bryson in the last segment is I just thought uh, there is a, that kind of blend, uh, that overall game that uh, seems to play here. And smallish greens, generally you'd say, okay, uh, you de emphasize putting. Which would make you go back to Morikawa, of course. The top is, you know, any anytime you can minimize putting. This is obviously the one and only hole, if you can even call it that in his game. So, um, I still, I still kind of found myself leaning towards power. It's, you know, kind of tried and true. <laughs> it plays just about everywhere, but uh, it may be a little bit deceptive in this setup. That I think, I think it's a course where anybody can play if they're playing well. Yeah, I'm I'm a little less on the power this week too. Just like I, I just think there's a you want uh, you want long irons, ball striking. So I really went ball striking, shot gains approach. There's eight par fours that are over 440 yards. So a lot of those like 150 to 200 approach shots that you know, like you said, someone like Morikawa is, is money at smallish greens again, uh, de-emphasizing putting. So I was uh, I was ball striking approach, which is probably what I do most weeks, but uh, even more so this week. All right, uh, very good. Let's tackle the eight thousands. Uh, start. We got Tony Finau, 89, Fitzpatrick, 88, Reed, 87, Lowry, 86, Webb Simpson, 85, Neiman, 84, podcast favorite Abraham Answer at 83, Cam Smith at 82, other podcast favorite Corey Connors, 81, where he belongs in these sort of tournaments, and we can take him every single time, uh, and Fleetwood at 8,000. Uh, Jeff Ritter, let's start with you. What, what caught your eye? I'm going to go with Matt Fitzpatrick first. Off Just to be different. Had All a right. nice summer, uh, rested. He's got a couple top tens at Southwind. Like him for this week. And then I am uh, I am going against the grain with my fade the Olympics pick to still go with podcast favorite Corny Connors because he just has the T degree game. And how can he be priced at 81 now? It's yeah. too low. Uh, you know, that's a bargain to me. So those are my two favorites off the tier. I don't love this tier, to be honest. Usually I like the eights. I don't really love it this week. I like the nines. I like the sevens. But uh, the interesting one to me is right in the middle is Webb Simpson at 8,500. He uh, is second and 12th at this course the last uh, two times they've played a really good course for him. And we mentioned that I was, you know, de-emphasizing length a little bit. Um, played really well at the, the Open Championship after two straight mitts cuts. I just don't know if the game's there. It feels like maybe this is a week it clicks in the game. Maybe he was finding it at the, at the British and it's coming back. But at 8,500, I think he's priced at a spot where in a in a GPP, I do kind of like him on DraftKings just because I don't think a ton of people will gravitate towards him just because he hasn't been great lately. And then you you mentioned the two guys that I do like. I do like Abe Answer. Um, six straight top 20s if you take out the British and the U.S. Open, which obviously are uh, – U.S. Open was really – Big really caveat long. there. Yeah, but U.S. <laughs> Open – we talked about Tory how much we like him, but he, it was a terrible fit for him. It was just uh, – Tory was just way too long for him. So, mm-hmm. you know, non-major courses he's playing really well, and we're, we're back at a non-major course. Finished fourth at Travelers. Um, he did make the did make the cut at the British Open. I guess he was 59th, but he didn't didn't play especially well. And then uh, Jeff mentioned Connors, but I don't – I just don't love this range. It feels like a lot of guys that are – there's not a lot of value here. It's guys that are probably appropriately priced. I think I'm going to have a lot of nines and a lot of sevens. Very good. Well, let's move into those sevens. The vast middle is not so vast, so we can do them all in one fell swoop here. 79, Will Zalatoris, 78, Kokrak, Sunjay M, 77, Harris English, 76. That seems cheap. Harmon, 75, 
Hatton 74, Sergio 73, Adam Scott 72, Billy Horschel 71, Leishman 71, and Ian Poulter and Justin Rose making commercials and checking in at 7,000 at the same time. Uh, let, let's go Scott first on this one. Yeah, so there, there's four guys in this range that I that I really like. Um, I like Coke Rack at 7,800, Harris English 7,600, um, Hatton 7,400, you know, not playing great, missed cuts at the U.S. Open and the British, but finished 18th in the Scottish Open between that. But I just think when you got, get a guy who's 13th in the world and you can get him at 7,400, you know, that feels to me like maybe uh, you look back at last week, you're like, you know, why? Or you look back at the, a week further, you're like, why didn't I do that? It just seems so obvious. But the guy that I really like in this range, uh, Jeff, you like this one because he's on your team. Uh, Sergio Garcia at 7,300 is hitting the ball really, really well. He's made four straight cuts, all top 25s. Um, he is terrible putting right now. He's lost strokes uh, gained in putting in 11 of the last 12. But Sell he, me more. Yeah, yes. but gained 7.2 approach uh, at, at 3M and 4.5 at Torrey. His approach game is great right now. He lost seven strokes putting at the 3M and finished 25th. That is almost impossible, dude. It says how well he's hitting the ball. He's seventh in this field overall in strokes gained approach in the last 24 rounds third in this field in ball striking in the last 24 rounds. He's hitting the ball so much better than almost everybody between his range and like the $9,500 range. So I'm going to, when I'm going to get that, I'm going to take the guy who's hitting the ball. Well, hope the putting is just average and it's 7,300. I don't, I not only think he can, he can kind of make a value at that price. I think he can contend this week. Yeah. When you mentioned, you mentioned Hatton, you know, world ranking versus price almost, that's the sort of trap that almost, maybe not trap, but it's what pushes you to want to take more than one lineup in there to take, it you does. know, because, oh, I, I got to get at least one lineup with them in there. But the trap is like, okay, do you mix, mix the other parts right? Do you have your core that goes with them? Or are you mixing and matching everything? But anyways, uh, Jeff, I don't want to steal your thunder. Who do you got in this? No, range? that's all right. I, I mean, we're aligned, Scott, on Sergio as, nice. a, as nice. a sneaky good pick this week. So that that could be the official gaming golf sleeper of the week. <laughs> the, other, the other guy off this tier that you didn't mention – I flagged Billy Horschel. Just again, strong course history. He's racked up a bunch of top tens. Has quietly been okay this summer, but at that price, seventy one hundred, I like it. Uh, he's rested. I'm intrigued. But Sergio is my favorite off the tier. So um, that is the gaming golf stamp of approval sleeper nice. uh, of the week. And, and Jeff mentioned Harris Ingles as he was going through there. I mean, he's made seven straight cuts. Finished third at the yeah. U.S. Open. He won at Travelers. Just really nice tee to green, like the last three or four tournaments. 7,600 is a really good price there. And I mentioned Kokrak at 7,800. Like last 10 tournaments, five top 12s is a guy that's contending many, many weeks. He's gained an approach in six of the last seven, kind of fits everything I need. He was terrible at Tory, but, you know, 26 at the British, 12th at the Rocket, won the Charles Schwab. Um, I think at under 8,000, this is a really, a guy who's playing really well right now. Has Harris English left the 18th hole at the Travelers yet? <laughs> that was a long day at the Travelers 18. <laughs> crazy. Absolutely crazy. All right, let's hit the 6,000s. Find some bargains here. If we're going to load up at the top level, you need to find someone in the bottom level to make it fit. Jeff, you got anybody there? Uh, eh. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> eh. I was trying to – I didn't – when I, the first teams I filled out, I didn't have to go into the 6,000s. I think if I was going to – you don't have to. It's okay. Uh, you can... I don't. I don't think so. I, I think I was able to do enough that I like the seven thousand tier a lot. Loves. I love Sergio. I like Horschel. No, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't think so. Maybe. Maybe Homa, sixty-seven hundred. When you decline to make a choice, you've still made a choice. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's that's as far as I can go. I'll, I'll give you Max Homa, but I I think you can build a, a great lineup without. Yeah, he's going at sixty-seven. Just for the reference, there, everybody. Scott, how about you? 
Yeah, uh, the guy that I I'm, I have a couple names down here. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop on you, but the guy that I like most is Sam Burns at 6900. Um, he made the cut at the British, but then kind of faltered over the weekend. But was 15th at Travelers before that. Uh, he's gained an approach in seven of the last eight. And you look at like you take the whole field and you just look at the last 24 rounds. So we're looking, you know, talking the last six to eight tournaments, depending on how many times he made the cut. He's 15th in the field and shot gains approach in the entire field, and he's 20th in ball striking. So this is a guy that is really doing well um, for the price in the, in the two things that I'm really looking at, the two stats I'm looking at. So I like Burns at 6,900. If you want to go pure dart and you want to really save some money and get different, at 6,000, we got Wilco Nienaber, who is the guy that hits the ball about 700 yards off the tee. Uh, he's, made the, he's made the cut in all three of his events on the PGA Tour. There is no cut this week. He's a guy that can make eagles, can make scores. And in DraftKings, you know, you make a couple bogeys, you make a couple parties, like, you know, that's better than making all pars. So he, he yeah. might be all over the place, but he could score well in DraftKings. He's huge off the tee, gained strokes off the tee in all three of his tournaments on the PGA Tour, made three cuts, playing pretty well. And it'd be really fun to, to own and, you know, turn on on Saturday and be able to watch him hit some drives. So if you want to save a bunch of money and you want to go really high up top at 6000 he's min price. I think he's playable. All right. Very I like good. That. I like that. Too bad. Yeah. Too bad. DraftKings doesn't have a game that just pays out per yard driven. Yeah, no doubt, be, he'd be, he'd be a monster. He'd be like he'd be like ten six though. If that was that <laughs> yeah, he and Bryson. Uh, but yeah, exactly. Well, Bryson usually is paid uh, up at that level. I just think it's funny. You guys basically had nothing to say about Bryson, which is just and that, that not not as critique of you guys, but just it's so out of character for the news cycle that's been in the last thirty six months on the PGA tour. So it's just, it's, it's kind of wild to see that um, defend last week. Uh, the last time we saw a champion on the PGA tour is Cameron champ. He's at 6,700. Any thoughts on him? Yeah. He put it out of his ass to win that tournament. It drives me nuts. Cause I had Johnny Vegas and he finished. <laughs> gotcha. He gained, right. he gained eight and a half strokes putting. I mean like insane. Like he, he played really well that Sunday. He was the best player in the field that Sunday. Like I, I get it. He played well, but he won at 3M. He was 11th at John Deere, but then missed four cuts prior to that. I just, I, I'm not buying in. I feel like, uh, I feel like we missed, the, we missed that boat, and I'm not, I'm not getting back on it now. Yeah. My only, my only thought back to Bryson. I mean, do we know where he's been since testing positive for COVID? Is he even? How's he even allowed to play in this event? What's he been? What's he been doing? Where's he? I, I don't know. I did just, he test positive, or did he like have contact tracing? What was? The, was did he actually test positive? I, I don't know. I believe tested positive. I mean, the answer is at his house trying to increase his spring swing speed on that big machine he has, right? Yep. Yeah, probably. probably do and it was a, it was a positive does go, test. Does he go anywhere else? I don't think so. For that matter, didn't what is how, same same Rom, question about Rom? Rom's, right? Rom's not in the field. Yeah, Rom is. Uh, oh, Rom. Well, Rom yeah, that's Rom's why we haven't COVID, mentioned. He's also had COVID no. all summer, so yeah. it's you know, Rom. Rom and Rom and Bezaden Hoot are the only two guys in the top fifty that aren't playing. Yeah, that's right. Um, silly. This is why, you know, I'm just a talking head and not the analyst here. So uh, we'll move on there. But all right. So let, let's move on to the betting sheet. Uh, we, we've discussed the yet, and then we'll hit up one and done as we finish here. Let's go Jeff Ritter first. Who do you got in your betting sheet? I'm going Matt Fitzpatrick at 30 to 1 on golf odds. I like that. I show Daniel Berger at 20 to, 20 to 1 odds. I like that even more. And uh, contractually obligated for one more Corey Connors plug at least before the end of the summer. 50 to 1. I mean, 50 to 1. I'm in. So I'm going I'm going two guys at the top, but not in the top uh, one, two, three, four, five. Not in the top six. There's like six guys that are under 20 to 1. I'm going to drop just behind that range. I'm going to take Rory at 22 to 1. Ninth highest odds on the board. Anytime you give me Rory at ninth highest, 
I don't care what he's done. I'm going to jump on that every time. Oh, 22 to one. I'm taking that for sure. And then I'm going Victor Hovland at 25 to one. I think it's time for him to hit a big win. I think this is a good chance this week. Then with, with two guys kind of near the top, I'm going to drop back towards the middle. Um, Terrell Hatton, 55 to one. I think is just too high of a price for a guy who's 13th in the world. So I'm going to fall in the Jeff Erickson trap there. I'm going to bet Hatton in addition to playing him on DraftKings. Corey Connors, 55 to one. I'm with Jeff on that one. I think the odds are too high. And then I'm going Sergio at 70 to one. I think that uh, the price is too higher. I think he's going to contend. I think he's going to be in the mix. Um, 70 to one will be a very fun. Uh, we can get him as a, as a runner on the back nine on Sunday in the mix somewhere at 70 to one. Be a lot of fun. So uh, those are, uh, those are probably going to be my five, uh, my five tickets right there. Very good. I like it. Uh, let's close out with one and done. Uh, you know, we might be running low on options. That's always one of the things that's kind of tricky. Uh, you know, you, you know, look at especially the field like this. We you try to use the top names. Like I can't use Hoblin if I wanted to. Even uh, I can't use Morikawa. Who do you've got? Who are you using in your one and done, Scott? You go first. It's a tough call, right? Because I think I want to go Sergio, but I have DJ Bryson, Louie, and Spieth available. And I there's only like five tournaments left in our one and done. So I probably need to just use one of the big names unless I want to make sure that I have guys for the for the last couple of rounds. But I don't think we do the tour championship just top 30. So you don't have to save somebody for that. So uh, I'm either going to go Sergio and just kind of go for it, or I'm going to play uh, uh, I'm going to play Spieth if I if I don't play if I don't play Sergio. Jeff? I've got Berger available. I've also oh, got nice. I've got Rory available for some reason, but I'm I'm gonna go with Berger. Uh and and I've got Rory on my season-long fantasy league. So if he wins, I'm happy there anyway. I'm not going to win anything in this one and done pool anyway. It's just you're uh, you're, you're out of the basement at this your, point. Your brother's like way up there, right? Second my place, maybe brother is yeah, he's had the touch this year. I've discussed it with him. He almost doesn't even want it's like talking to a pitcher with a no-hitter going. It's like I don't want to talk about it. I just don't yeah. even like doesn't want to hear the players that I'm suggesting. Just wants none of it. Just wants to stay in his lane. So, yeah, he's doing really well. That's nice. he's doing. He's doing well, but Tim Schuler is in like a universe to himself in that pool. Yeah, uh, it's crazy he's, how good he's, he's been doing. A mon that monster one. this year in there. Yeah, uh, I still have DJ left. I still have Louie and Cantlay left, but I'm going to go with the guy I mentioned earlier. Going Scotty Scheffler here. He nice. breaks through and gets the W this time. I like I like that pick. I don't have him available. I I would consider that one too. Yeah. So and I still have Casey left. You know I don't think I'll ever use him, but you know I, I don't. I probably didn't go the whole year without using DJ. I'm so sick of him. But uh, anyways, and he's which just means is next year he's going to win like the first event as long as it's not in Saudi Arabia again. But uh, we'll see. What is what is DJ's auction price in our league next year? It was what, you got him for forty something 50? 54, I think fifty four, and that was like the lowest high price player ever. So what is he forty six next year? What is he something like, less than something that? like that? Yeah, yeah. We should mention by the way, the, they're not going to be allowed to play Saudi next year unless yep. they break off the tour entirely, which may start something new as far as we know. They might actually break off. We'll see. But uh, that that's a whole other issue. And he's been talking about that, which great. He's got his eye on the ball. Great. Good job, DJ. But not better. <laughs> is, uh, he, is, Mor is Morikawa the highest priced guy in our auction next year? Yeah. He, I'd say Rom, but it's close. Oh, yeah, Rom. Yeah, one of the two for sure. They, they're one, two for sure. One way or the other. Yeah, for sure. Makes sense. Any parting thoughts, guys, before we sign off? Uh, is your next podcast fantasy football? I, I would sign off with a fantasy football question because we're getting into the we're getting into the draft. Season. I, I'm I've got, a, I've got I'm, two experts in front of me here. I'm guesting on a fantasy football one at uh, seven thirty Eastern tonight, so that'll, in, that'll conclude my tour. But, but ask, but ask it for sure. In a vacuum, as this is a keeper league, Austin Eckler or Saquon Barkley. PPR. PPR do you get to keep half or do you get, point? 
half keep, point and it's a keeper. You keep for two years. So I said you you keep only for that. You keep for two years after you see 2021 and 2022. Yeah. Barkley. Same. Mm. I have my reservations about the knee with Barkley, but I have concerns about Eckler lasting and it's a half point, not a full point PPR, which works against Eckler too. So give me Barkley. All right. Okay. I think, I think I just think you want Barkley in 2022 for sure. So there you have it. All right. You never know where you're going to finish on this wild and crazy edition of Game Golf. For the next four weeks, because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing my research here. I got drafts coming up. So it's, it's good. So, Rotowire.com slash try. Get you a free 10 day trial, Jeff. You can get access to everything on the site, including, including Chris Liss's rankings on our cheat sheet. So you should check that out. Or you could just get access to the site and we give it to you. But, you know, regardless, either way. <laughs> I'll um, just ask you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could do that too. It might take a little longer. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Gaming Golf this week. Good luck on your uh, lineups. Good luck on your betting sheets and your one and dones. We'll talk to you again next week. Take care.